Hello and welcome to the Clinical Podcast, the podcast where three friends are making the professional footballers dash to their children when they always conclude, have their say on the Premier League. You see me and Michael Swap. Don't know why, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, we, we, we recently discovered something a couple days ago. We can't create a present anymore. There, there was an episode that you missed. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know. Unbelievable. No, what, you, 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 you've been lying to the people? Wait, hold on. You're the one that gave me the name. I'm not the liar. Hey, bro, I, expe- I, I expected a certain standard from you, but you just didn't. You just disappoint. You know, just I, can't lie to you, bro. I can't lie to you. I can't remember that day. That was a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> so from a cut-off point, you've been ever-present. But but from, we'll just forget about the, the other... I don't know how many podcasts there were, but there was a point when you weren't here. So yeah. just for today, Coach Kojo, how you doing, sir? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I've, mm-hmm. I've been enjoying today, isn't it? Just... Watching a lot of Boondocks because you know, you know, Boondocks is the vibe, you know, mm-hmm. um, and drinking a lot of super malt because super malt is the vibe. I don't know how people feel about that in here. If you're listening and you're a hater, f you. And um, if if you're hosting and you're a hater, screw screw you, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, what's so cool? How dare you? How very much <laughs> dare you? Today's my day. Let me have my let me have my day, man. And um, watch Chelsea. Which um, Jamal, uh, how are you feeling, bro? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, that's so rude. How you doing? How you doing? First of all, how you actually I'm, doing? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm surviving. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> that's uh, I'm like ten times. Don't feel like. Yeah, it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Now, um, I guess, should I just go right into it? No, it's no, one more. Oh boy, bro, you know what I'm saying? Go introduce one more. I know, I know you, I know you're feeling it. I don't know why it's around <laughs> the top four. This must be nice. This, this, this we can't like, blame you. Some things I want to let out, but yeah, but yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. You know, um, had the right Christmas with family. Uh, you know, been going to the shops and that. Been walking. Recently done my ACL. Wait, you've been outside, surgery, fam? What? So, I've been outside. Yeah, outside. In this tier five, fam. With a mask. I follow the rules. I go for my shopping and I leave. So, like, I'm not breaking any rules. Don't bring any police to my house. Nothing like that. (laughs) Everything I'm doing is all within the rules. So, just want to make that clear. I don't like to break, break the rules. You know what I mean? But, yeah. No, but it's all good. It's all good. Um, it's nice walking about again, no crutches and that. So, yeah, all good. And your ACL. There was a time in, in our in our lives, Coach Kojo and I would, would laugh at you, but we, we, we've grown up. We've grown up since then. We're, we're better humans now. Uh, for some reason, that was my favorite injury, and I don't know why. I was a fucked up child, wasn't I? I was a fucked up child. That was crazy. That's wild. That crazy. Wild. <laughs> it's super uh, wild. It's just FM, man. Yeah. Um, of course, we need to introduce our final guest. KJ, how are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Um, Vibes FC, Jeez. if you're in the building, nice to see you all out here. You know what I'm saying? We're we winning right now. You know what I'm saying? Vibes FC is winning right now. Uh, huh, it's beautiful, fam. We are the best <laughs> football YouTube team in the world. And we don't even play football, man. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> vibes of C, man. But yeah, I'm good to be here. I'm looking forward to uh, spending this this time with you guys. And yeah, man, I'm ready, fam. Yo, chat. Let's just chat in it. Like, let's guys, get bro. straight into it. Should we do it in? 
I don't know, descending order on my on, my, on the one foot like because the first one would be United. But I feel like Jamal has got so much on his chest that he just needs to get out, especially after today. Mm. That, we'll, we'll, we'll start. We'll start on Saturday. We'll start Arsenal three, Chelsea one. Let's Can't complain speaking, this man. weekend. Can't complain about it this week. For once, maybe that's crazy, right? But Jamal, you got lots, loads of stuff to complain about. Go on. You know what? So I was playing FIFA with Kojo, uh, and I was saying that I have a sneaky feeling that we're not going to win. Like it, it just felt like it, we had to win, and because it felt like that. I had the sneaky feeling in the back of my mind that we won't. So I was just like, oh my God. And when the first goal came in, went in, like, firstly, I don't think Reese James was fully fit, which is partially why he wasn't playing today. So I don't think he was fully fit. He clearly got um, skipped by Tierney for, for the first challenge. And yeah, the penalty happened, Lacazette scored. And then from then it was all over, to be honest. Like, yeah, I know, like, we, we started playing well, we got back into the game, but for me, it felt like first goal wins it because we didn't look fully on it that day. But, like, if we scored a goal, we would have had confidence. So, yeah, that's what I've got to say about Arsenal. Um, good Tammy Abraham got the goal. Um, I know people, some people, like, disrespect Tammy Abraham a lot, but he's been getting some goals this season. Um, I'm happy with his contribution. Um, but you know, um, people have let's their talk, opinions. Let's talk about the players whose contribution you're not happy with. Let's talk about Timo Werner. Let's see if you're happy about his contribution, especially recently. I mean, a few few matches ago, a few games ago, he was looking quite decent. He was scoring a few. His goals are few and far between, but at least he was getting some goals. Now is the, the well seemed to dry up. What's going? What's going wrong with for, for Timo Werner? So for me, firstly, I don't think he's a left winger. Like it's plain to see. Like I know sometimes he played there at Leipzig, but I've, I feel like when we use proper wingers, and that kind of goes today because I think we played much better today. That's the thing. But when you have proper wingers there, like they're able to take people on, they're able to build up in the link-up play, they're able to whip crosses in. Timothy Werner doesn't do that. Timothy Werner's the kind of guy who gets into space gets into good positions and then can score from that. But the problem is that with Tim Werner on the wing, what ends up happening, he likes to go like as a striker. So he likes to act as a second striker. And then sometimes we ain't got whiff or we only got Chilwell there. No one's occupying the fullback. No one's occupying the fullback and the winger that's defending. So what usually happens is like Werner... Yeah, what happens is like Werner, he he takes up the wrong position sometimes. And then today, um, I was a bit annoyed with the contribution, but I felt like today wasn't this kind of game to come on. Because I feel like Tim Werner, even though he plays up top, I feel like he plays up top in a 4-4-2. Like he needs to play with someone else. If he's playing as a lone striker, that has to be a game against City. Because you know City, they're going to like push up. And he needs someone who could like get him on the counter. But Tim Verma isn't that kind of guy to go against a bus. And yeah, like what I've just seen, um, Saka, Tierney, Martinelli, you know, they, <laughs> Tim was burnout. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah, he's been missing some chances as well. There was a chance against um, Aston Villa as well that he, 
like a few weeks ago, you know, a couple of months ago, you would have got that in. But you know, it's it's just it's just one of them things, man. You know, he's he's on a low streak right now. I have confidence that he'll get goals, but I feel like our manager isn't using him correctly. Um, that's that's what I've got to say about that. Um, in terms of who else I'm not happy with, well, I wasn't particularly happy with uh, Kovacic when he played against Arsenal. I, I just feel like he wasn't offering much to the team. And I'm usually a fan of Kovacic. I like the fact that he glides past players. He works hard. Um, he can make a challenge as well. But he wasn't doing enough for me in that kind of game. He wasn't creating anything. Um, he, he wasn't doing much. Mount is... I like him. He tries hard. But there's certain things that he hasn't got the silk for. I think that we should be using Havertz more as well because I feel like when he came on against Aston Villa, we were able to get control of the game as well. Um, and clearly we need Ziyech back. Like for me, I think the key to all of this is Ziyech because when Ziyech was there, we were banging goals. We were beating teams 3-0, 4-0. But since he's gone, we've been struggling to create goals like we were before. And for me, I think Ziyech is our best player in the team already. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of problems. And also the final thing with this Aston Villa game, Lampard was so scared to lose it that he did like for like subs. Because for me, I would have 4 2 it. He only made two subs. Abraham was on the bench. We know that Abraham has the quality to get goals. So, and on top of that, where do we get our first goal? We got our first goal from a cross. Yeah. So you across to a big man. Now we took off our big man and mm. Aston Villa was still sitting back. So we were crossing, but no one was there. And this goes back to Tim Werner because Tim Werner will drop deep, will go around trying to find space. So if he does that, who do we cross to? Who do we cross to? Nobody. That's true. It's true. That, that's, that was our problem. But if Tim Werner was there playing alongside Abraham or playing alongside Giroud, like we could have gone 4 for 2 later on in the game, then we'll have people, we have more people in the box. We have a reference point. Tim Werner can go around, um, like for a knockdown or a layoff or whatever, and then he could potentially get a goal. Like at Leipzig, he always played with someone else. He had what Patrick Schick, or he had um, I think Paulson as well. He always had someone else, yeah, that he was playing with. But he doesn't have that now because we're either moving him to the left wing, or we play him as a lone striker against teams that park the bus against us. What are we meant to do? What's he meant to do? It's, so, you know what? Yeah, it it's very mad. Yeah, the how that game. That, I'm just talking about this the Villa lane quickly. Yeah. I don't see how someone like Bambi Abrahams, bro, because that's what I call him, Bambi Abrahams fam. <laughs> Bambi Abrahams fam, that's what he is. I don't see how my man can be six foot four, you and have his forehead and can't have the ball, bro. I, mean, <laughs> like, like, I don't see what I want. So I can see why my man um, didn't bring him up, because what's the point, bro? Uh, but I don't, in all seriousness, when you talk about Werner, I think clubs are now starting to fail at properly identifying and scouting players who sit yeah, fit the yeah. system. We've seen it at United multiple times. We've seen it at Arsenal with Nicolas Pepe. We're now seeing it with Chelsea and Timo Werner. Did they properly... There's other, there's other two things that's going on. One, they scouted him properly and Lampard is too inept to actually integrate him into what he actually wants to do with his own system. Or two, 
they have not scouted him properly and he has no reason to be in that team because if you're not there to fulfill the role in this world of football nowadays because it's a lot about systems and players fit in a specific role and a, spe a specific style if it's not going to be fitting into that why is he there mm. and that is not the fault of work that's not the fault of Warner. that is down to the clubs their, their scouting and recruiting uh recruiting teams what, what I think I you can read that, but what I will say is I feel like he initially planned for Vernon to be the main striker, but what ended up happening was Abraham started scoring and Giroud started scoring. If both of them are scoring, then, well, it's kind of hard to take him out of the team. That's the problem. They stay. But, is, is it but though? That's, 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 but then, so, right, that's, Jamal, that's, Jamal, that's, that's, that's what a, a top manager should be able to take them out of the team for the sake of the system. That's what Klopp would do. But I feel like a lot of managers, they listen to the media. And when the media says, play Giroud, um, you have to play Giroud or whatever, um, then they might drop Ferner, um, or they might move into a position where he's not as suited. But and I've if, said and if that's the case, you're a weak manager. I'm not mm. going to say that. If you get pressured by the fan base, and or by the um, by the press to change what you fully believe in and what you're trying to do, you're a weak manager. It, it, it is what it is. Unless you're unless you're someone else, like some managers <laughs> like to say, okay, then I'll do what you're doing to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to mention the man who that is because he's a terrorist and like, we can't do that on these football channels. <laughs> but... <laughs> but that's the only reason that's the only reason why you would do that you know what i'm saying and, and i don't think lampard's trying to do that so right now yeah like that arsenal game is is mad you know because you had tapas Pulis saying yo here's my tapas yeah and then lampard yeah, was like yo i'm gonna raise you yeah bangers and mash fam and now he came up looking like looking like bangers and mash boas fam that's what my mum was that day oh my god <laughs> that's what he was Bangers and Mac Boas, bro. That's what it was. Hey, KJ, don't kill me today. That's Pulis. That's disrespectful. You know what, though? Like, one thing I will say about the Arsenal game as well, though, it's like, okay, you could say, yeah, Lampard messed up with this and that, but the players weren't putting effort in. That's the thing. It was clear that Saka, Martinelli, and Co. wanted it more. And you could say that, oh, it's the managers for not setting them up correctly, but it was simple stuff like going for a challenge. Like, Arsenal were getting to all the second balls. Arsenal were faster than us. They were more aggressive than us. But, you know, we have some quality players in the squad, players that are able to keep the ball, players that are able to press. Like, for me, like, even though I want to blame Lampard, I also think the players have a responsibility here. Like, they, they didn't work for it hard enough. And when you don't work for it hard enough against a team that are trying to give it their all, especially that young players as well, what well, you know that that's what happened. Like we got blindsided. We the players must have generally thought it was a breeze in the park. Yeah. Yo, By the way, hold tight, Lee Gunner for that one. Lee Gunner coming up with he's an Arsenal fan as well. Man started the the tapas pulis, but bangers and mash the boas. Yeah, that's that's me. you. That's an OG thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never heard that before. That's what I was screaming. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, let's talk about Arsenal quickly. And you, you mentioned, you guys mentioned uh, Saka, Martinelli, um, Emil Smith Rowe as well. 
they their I don't know their youthful vigor or energy and they, they that, that somehow improved the side. You 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 said that uh, only weak managers listen to the press, but it seems like and none of fans, but it seems like if he was to take out these three players, which he might he possibly possibly might do, would that uh, signal the end for him? With a majority of Arsenal fans that don't want, well, that still want him there, uh, he may as well do it because it's over for him anyway, fam. He's already there, so he's literally. If I'm him, yeah, this sounds this sounds very mad, but man's petty like this. If I'm him, I've got half the fan base already despising me and disliking me. I'm right now. Forget you, man. I'm doing what I please, isn't it? He ain't gonna mm. like what I do anyway, fam. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather go on dying my sword. Then try and do what you're doing, and he gets me sacked anyway. At least I can hold my head up and say, I did it my way. Maybe I failed. I can learn from that, move on. But if he's out there listening to all these different guys, yeah, even even me, yeah, a rival fan who say, I said I should do this, I should, do, I should, I said I should do that. Unless he's thinking that also, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because a manager, you have to be strong and you have to be able to make your own decisions for yourself. You need to confer. Maybe yes, confer with your with your coaching staff. Confer with your director of football if you have one. Even maybe confer with your captain or maybe some of the important players of the squad and be like, okay, how how do we fix this? But your soul. I say this about football clubs in boards because we have pagans who run our club at Man United. You know what I'm saying? Hold tight, yeah. Wild Woodward. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> he he listens to the the, the 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 press and PR too much. He cares about that too much. And I say, if if our, if United was going to sack Oli and get Pochin, they should have done it regardless what results that, that Oli gets. If yeah. if Arteta is going to be playing Willie mm. and them man there, he should be playing them no matter what anyone says. If he now has changed his mind to be like, actually, I actually did need to change. Let me go forward with this. And he believes in that. Go forward with it. Mm. I'm all for people, not just not just managers and, and, and players and boards, but just as people in general. Do what you believe and stick and stick by it. Simple. And in, and and if it fails you, then do and then do what you need to do, self-reflect and do whatever. But until then, you have to do what you believe in. Because otherwise, how are you supposed to get anywhere? You'll be changing like the wind. You'll be like, oh, this person says this, so I have to do this. This person said that, I have to do that. You can't be doing that. So, so yeah, like Arteta right now, literally, no one like him anyway, bro. Like, hey, anyone likes him anyway. So, if he play, if he drops the youth or not, shouldn't really be any of his concern. He should be like, yo, how do I win football games? That should really be about it. Fair enough, fair enough. I uh, just... One last quick thing on Arsenal, just from me, because I'd, I'd have I have to give them some sort of praise this week, and after been battering them for the past, I don't know, yeah, year or so. I mean, yes, they 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 play, they've all played very well, especially the the young kids. Are like everybody knew that Martinelli was uh, was special, a special player, and he and he showed it again uh, on the weekend. Uh, Smith Rowe surprised me because I didn't think he had what it took to be honest with you, because there was there was that talk of him being like what what is it, um. English KDB or some nonsense like that, but it wasn't that. But he, he he played a good game. Even our players like Jacker and Bellerin, they they played really well, which surprised the hell out of me. But then again, a uh, broken clock strikes uh, the same to what time twice. Yeah, 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 twice a so, day. So twice, twice, yeah, twice a day. So um, yeah, well done. I wouldn't get too far ahead 
of ourselves because um, we all know that these players tend to fuck up eventually and they're going to mess up again. I'm not sure who our next game is. Actually, it's Brighton, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My pie was warming up for you, man. He was, was, wasn't he? He was going to repeat again, yeah? All right, listen. Anyhow, listen. Anyhow, my brother scores against Arsenal. I want him to run up to the camera and shout, AFTV. Arsenal, you're cheap. You're cheap. I hope you get relegated. Boy, you can't do that. Yeah, greatest celebration in the history of football. I don't care. Man. I don't care. Boy, listen, Mupai, if you're watching this, I beg you, score. I run up to the camera and say, Arsenal, you're cheap. So I hope you get relegated. Please. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll move on to. Uh, We'll do the big games because uh, we we tend to talk quite a bit um, about these specific ones. We'll go to we'll save we'll save United and Leicester to last. Okay, especially especially for the birthday boy, Coach Coach. There you go, sir. Oh, you both. All right, happy birthday, my guy. Happy Thank birthday. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you, uh, So we'll go to thirty-five. Looks good. Huh? That's the thirty-five. Looks good. Yo, have to break restrictions and beat him up, man. <laughs> you gotta have to. This man, Jamal is like five minutes down the road. You can't do it right now. Really <laughs> uh, we'll go to Manchester City versus Newcastle United. Um, man City won 2 0 goals from Gondawan. And Ferran Torres, not much to talk about in this game. I mean, Newcastle, um, Newcastle do Newcastle. They tried their best to weather the storm. It just wasn't the case. Gundogan's got a nice goal. Also, so did Ferran Torres. Um, Man City closely, is quietly creeping up mm-hmm. into the top four around and, and the title challenge. Are they the, the biggest threat to Liverpool? Uh, I don't know if they're the biggest threat. Actually, I don't know who the biggest threat even is, if I'm being honest, because I've told you I can't trust anyone in this league. So it's one of them ones where even yesterday I was told out of nowhere in a group chat that, guys, check the table. So, oh, why? What for? So go to Arsenal and they check top four. So, all right, cool. Check it. Arsenal are nine points off top four. Arsenal have been disappointing and they're only nine points off the top four. That tells me everything I need to know about the Premier League. Everything oh, I've mentioned about the Premier League it just keeps happening over and over and over. That's embarrassing. This is a disgrace right now. What I'm saying right now is embarrassing. Wait, 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 wait. Is it? Is it? Wait, wait, wait. I said, I've had this discussion today. One. Before. Are you indicating that the league is poor? Is that what you're I've been saying? That, I've been saying the league is poor for yeah. about for about four or five years now. No, no, you go on, go on. Yeah, I might, I might flip it and say that a lot of these smaller teams have more money now as well. So they've got they better do. players. Because end of the day, like think about think about Everton. Everton had the money to buy Hamas Rodriguez. They they got guys like Calvin who were firing off of all cylinders. They got mm-hmm. Richardson in a normal market can go for like what maybe eighty million or something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got um, the Corre as well. You know, I can name the whole team um, other than the goalkeeper because. Right. Oh yeah. Other than him, but like the whole team, they got some good players there. Um, you know, but that's they're they're the ones that are like tanking some of these old top teams. They're the ones doing it. Um, Aston Villa. Um, you know, 
Like Pretty. I said, I expect it to draw to But they've got good players, isn't it? Like Grealish, um, that Barkley of the Known, um, El Ghazi. Um, oh, I forgot the McGinn. McGinn was running the show today. Yeah, McGinn was great today. Um, yeah. Um, I think uh, there's a couple other players I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah no, the, to, to, to Jamal, Jamal's point, though, here's my, here's my point where I say the league isn't necessarily weaker. I believe the league is actually stronger, but not in terms of our, like, the, 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 our best teams have the best players in the world and that, but in terms of if, if the bad teams are on a dip here, here's how, I was, here's how I should view it. If the league was truly bad, these bad big teams on a bad run of form or bad consistency, they would be able to get away with still winning the league and still beating these smaller teams because they're yeah. that poor. But mm. the fact that they're not getting away with beating smaller teams and winning so easily, it shows that actually, wait, they might be on a slight little dip of all the levels have dropped slightly, but the smaller teams levels have been risen due to money and due to the ability to find players of quality in markets that you wouldn't imagine. The fact that they've done that, done that, the fact that they've been able to adapt in the times that we're in and over the last few years, the fact they've been able to not get or have to rely on the greatest managers to come in and make them what they are, but to find good managers, give them a, give them time and, and let them grow something, it shows how much better actually the competition is. Because if it was just about having the best players and the best managers, all these, all you have to do is have peace like Man City and get the best manager, buy the best players, and you'll win the league. But the fact that these smaller teams are doing what they're doing, for me, this shows the strength of the Premier League. And that's why you've got teams like Wolves with Nuno Santos. That's why you've got, currently right now, you have Everton and Carlo. You have Dean Smith and Aston Villa. You have Hassan Hull and Southampton. See, I'm really, see I, even Brighton, who's down there, get told Potter makes plays, these players play some great football. You have Pesuma, who's been chased after by all these top teams. True, yeah. So for me, that's an indicator to, yes, the bigger teams are being poor, That's but that's not the smaller team's fault. The smaller team's fault have sniffed that, raised their level, and without like, cool, try and beat us now. So for but me... But you know my my thing hasn't my thing hasn't ever been on about the smaller clubs. Like, I rip about, I rip into Man United. Man yeah. United falling down is not of the concern of the other teams that are doing better than them. They're doing their thing. Do you know what I mean? Same way if I talk about the title race, and I get annoyed that maybe the gap between first and second was one year, 19 points, the mm. other year, 20-something points, and it's like, is that your base on the league? No, that's my basis on challengers because you're not a real challenger if the gap is that big. Yeah, yeah. So all those guys that do their thing and the teams that are now flopping like your United, like your Arsenal's, they, I don't I don't really base it on them. I base yeah. it on what I see. And what I'm seeing in the league is, forget about like top players, because we've, we've always had top players in this league. We still have top players now. Yeah. We've had top managers, maybe not in terms of names, because back then your maybe your like Kirbishleys weren't fashionable or your your some like but Kirby was actually a good manager. He wasn't like a top top manager. No, 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 he wasn't a top top manager. But if you look at the work he did at Charlton, for example, before he eventually left them, he was doing very well with that club. And they weren't a club of that level to even be pushing near enough, maybe a seventh or eighth. So he was doing his thing. That's the kind of caliber that I liked about him. So it's fine. Managers and players will remain. Teams will always improve and go down. These were one year Champions League semi-finalists. And then 16 years later, they find their way back into the Premier League after being in the wilderness for so long. Yeah. It's football swings and roundabouts. But it's by what I see 
in the league now and the way teams are playing. I understand the styles are more um, exciting to people because everyone's playing sort of a, a certain way now and you haven't got like a team come from the championship and saying we need to play long ball football to try and survive. Yeah. They're playing a, they want to play a brand of football and stick to their principles. I respect that. I've been yeah. begging for that. But I feel like everyone's now got into the same mode and it doesn't help the way teams want to play because now we have people doing things about this individual brilliance and all that kind of stuff. I feel like the league's quality has just been dripping low and low. I still think it's a strong league. Financially, what you said, great. Competition, what you said, great. Because now we're having teams um, competing for Europa League positions. you got teams potentially getting to a Champions League one day. If Aston yeah. Villa continue their good form and then somehow find themselves between fifth and third near the end of the season, you're like, wait, hold on. They could potentially get into a European spot. That kind of yeah. stuff is needed. I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I've just been watching the Premier League and I just don't feel like the Premier League's levels have been... So you're, you're talking about the quality of football, not necessarily like quality of league and what it means for... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking I, I, about. And that's why I feel like the league is, has not, it's not excited me. But then again, as much as I creep into the Premier League, if I start on Bundesliga, then we're here all night. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I mean. If you look around the world, like La Liga fam right now is in a state. It's all over the place. Football is in a state right now. It's very mm-hmm. bad. You know, I, I had this conversation with my dad, yeah? Name me World Cup world-class players between the age of 24 and Ooh. 28. And 28. I'm trying to remember who's in La Liga in that bracket. So. No, 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 no. Just in general. World, world-class oh, yeah. players in between the age of 24 and 28. World class players in the who who even is twenty between twenty four and twenty eight? And Mbappe is not twenty four, twenty eight. Messi, Messi, Messi Ronaldo are gone. Is Kane twenty seven? Yeah, Kane. The, the, hey, the, Harry, the, the only people I could think of is Kane and Lukaku. And I want to put Lukaku in world class. You see how you see how hard it is. It's in difficult football, in football. Twenty four, twenty eight, twenty nine. Boom. That's where you should have. The world-class players coming through. You're gonna have the older statesmen coming to their world's the ends in the late thirties, plus thirties, and you've mm. got the youngsters coming through. Why is it that the best players are either eighteen to twenty-two, twenty-three, or yeah. twenty-nine to thirty-five? Fam, this is what I mean. We have got a weird gap right now in mm. football where the middle age group. What are they doing, fam? They're not doing anything here. Why? The, why? Why is? Why has I know. Okay, I know it's hard to do this. But right. why is it hard? Why are these? Why are Messi and Ronaldo still the best players in the world at 30, 32? <laughs> it's why? true. Why? It's why? true. Why are they there? I know. I know they're phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm not trying to downplay the the greatness. Mm. They're aliens. But why, bruv? Like even Ibrahimovic. Yeah, let's like, Ibrahimovic is ripping up every out. And the funny thing, the funny thing about Ibra is people are laughing at him banging goals to Syria. If it wasn't for an ACL injury here, he would have slept 30 plus over here as well. He was on the yeah. course. He was on course Literally. for 35 goals, fam. 35. This is what I'm saying. It's very mad. We're in it. World football is in this mad state right now where it's just kind of like, where is, where is the full-on quality? And that's why I feel like things are better in terms of competitiveness because there's no longer, the, the gap is, the gap's no longer there. Everyone is around each other. I'm just like, Yes. Now you have to be creative. Now it's mm. not just, oh, oh, I see Van Persie at Arsenal. I'm going to grab him. I can win the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's no longer that. It's now like, oh, 
I need to find this player from from Austria. I need I need this I need this player from from England. And you know what? Yeah, I see a player who plays um plays in the lower leagues of freaking Brazil, like Martinelli. He will fit my. You have to get creative, and that's what I love right now about world football. It's like yes, it might be. There's no standout Zidane's. There's there, there's no the Ronaldo's coming through. Like the Mbappe is the only real one. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to think how old are like some of Liverpool squad. Like I'm I'm trying to, but I'm but thinking they're twenty nine into like twenty eight. I don't. I don't twenty nine. How old is Salah I guess they would fall in that bracket then, wouldn't they? I guess, but that's only that's no, two of them. I feel like they're twenty eight though. That's the yeah. yeah. But that's the point though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So they've been getting older oh. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of anybody. Salah's 28, he'll be turning 29. Um, a good I think Mane is the same age. Mane, again, 28, will be turning 29 this season. Oh, like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, these these men at the top of their level, they are they are hitting them ages now. And it's kind of like, yes, it's they're fine to do that. Keep doing what you're doing because they're amazing footballers. But what's behind them? Mm. How can I look behind them? And the closest thing I got to them is Mbappe, he's 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like to me, to me, that's just a bit mad. Surely, there's where are the twenty-five-year-olds kicking into gear. What are they doing? Yeah. What, what are they doing? Because I'm looking at twenty-five. Yeah, I love Sturdy. Anthony, but I can't. Sturdy. I can't say he's on that level yet. Oh. Wasn't isn't that a thing of like there was there was this bracket of wonder kids? Yeah, that just quite didn't make it. Like yeah. Martial's uh, older guard. Is is yeah. one of them? He just didn't quite make it. But he's twenty one, though. He's still I guess. Yeah, he's still. That's the thing. Maybe it's that they're they're playing so much football at that young age. Their bodies just get tired by the time they hit twenty five. And then once they once they once they've I don't know, yeah, figured out how to play, which is by the time they're twenty eight, all the bodies are like, oh, I can finally kick into gear now. It's because maybe they're gone. It's because like you've had um you've had a um uh in the last maybe let's say ten the last ten years you've had Messi Ronaldo. Uh, Mbappe, and you know, if I go a bit f- further back, maybe Rooney, a 16 year old to 18 year old players that just burst on the scene and do crazy things. And because those guys have done crazy things, now everyone's looking at an 18 year old and saying, Look at what this guy did. I always do the same thing. And football has never been that simple. Oi, oi, listen, listen to how mad this is. Yeah, go Neymar on. is 28. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, that's what. <laughs> Neymar is 28, fam. But well, he's, he's been around for time. He's been around, bro. He's been around. Like, been since, I've known about this guy since like 2010. Remember the clip where he had that goal, scored a goal where they pulled down his trousers and man, and man still scored in that. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Listen, back in YouTube when KSI was used to be the best YouTuber in the planet, fam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's That's a long time ago. Like there's there's that patch, like you said, uh, Cahill. There's that patch of wonder kids that just where have they gone? Where what what's mm. happened to them? You know what I mean? And and this middle batch now, it's gonna be very interesting to see who then steps up because you got players like Marshall, you got Grealish in that category. Barkley. Sterling, I think. Ster- Sterling, but and he's still he's still, there's still levels for him to even go. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you said it. I'm so glad you brought this up because when people ask me about world-class players, I'm like, I'm so stiff with you. I'm like, you can't just go and say someone's world-class yeah. just for the sake of saying it. Like, 
when I was, I'm asked about world class centre backs recently, I was just like, you want to mention how many? They're like five. Like, five. I can't. I can't give you five. Van Dijk, yeah. Van Dijk is world class, yeah, but that's compared to the standard that we've got now. Put him with Rio and Vidic and Terry and them and there, different different conversation. There you go. I think he's still world class then. He he's he's still, no, no, he can be world class then, but would he be undisputed number one? You could yeah, question. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, like, that's yeah, a good yeah. question. That's the question. Mm. Um, interesting convo. We're gonna have to move on to. Uh, we're gonna move on to. Can you talk about Everton? Not Everton. I mean, they're Everton, second. Yeah, well, Everton, Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna say this about them. Yeah, Sheffield United deserve everything that they're getting because they signed, <laughs> they signed Pickford's brother, they signed Pickford's little brother, and therefore they deserve everything they get. That's that's what I'm gonna say. I've hey, been what? saying about this guy for time. Ramsdale, Ramsdale, listen, the same bus cost. The same, they're the they're brothers, fam. This is not all brother. They both got the same short arm as well. That's they both wear the short sleeves. shirts, bro. It's actually true. You're, you're not wrong. Nah. You're not wrong. But nah, is it that man. simple? Is it? Is it? Is it the, the simple fact that they're not? I mean, I, I said earlier in the season that Fulham might be the ones to break Derby's record, but it looks like the way Sheffield are going, it's going to be them. Um, is it a simple fact that their goalkeepers just? Yes. Horrible, man. Yes. Bro, bro, you know what? Yeah, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I feel like Wilder has just made... He, he had the worst window of them all because he signed a striker that he had no idea how to feed. Mm. He signed a goalkeeper that was nowhere near Henderson's level and Henderson, for me, is not even that great. Like, you just, mm. you've just had a horrific transfer window. Horrific. And on top of that, yeah, like, Sheffield are the type of team that have to have a good chance for window every time because they don't have a good budget so if they mess up if they spunk the funds yo, 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 Jamal you know why I don't have a good budget because they spent 24 million on a kid who's not proven that's why bro. thank you thank you they deserve this I right, listen I hate that's why I hate Liverpool fam they're man sh- how are they shagging people oh. we'll they, they are cross they're crooks how much they get for Solanke Jordan Ibe 15 million. Dominic Solanke, 15 to 20 million. Brewster! <laughs> 4 million pounds, blood. Oh, ah. Wow. 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 Oh, like, this, you know what I said? Clubs are failing to scout and, and mm. uh, do their due diligence. This is what I mean. Mm. In what world does Ron Brewster fit into Sheffield United? For you to spend twenty four million on this brother, I I, I feel, feel like I feel like he's gonna be a good footballer. I like Ryan Bruce. It's not me attacking him. I'm just saying, Sheffield United, what are you doing, fam? The one time you, you did better when you spent one point one million in a transfer window, and then mm. to, then when you spent twenty plus, it's ridiculous. It's not good enough, fam. I can't let you. I was looking. It took uh, for a minute. I was looking real weird at um Brewster because McGoldrick was suddenly scoring. Here and there, but then I realized that like, wait, hold on. The way they play football just suits him to your team. Their football's not pretty, it's not beautiful. They pass the ball around the back, it goes to the side, and then suddenly ugly. Look, and then it's deflections and this and right. Look at Brewster at Swansea, fam. Look Thank at you. Swansea. Swansea weren't playing this football, but nope. 
They weren't no, playing. Finding him. Overlapping, overlapping centre back. They don't know what that is in in, in <laughs> blood. No. <laughs> the only things overlapping yeah, is the sheep on the road, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. like, why, why would on earth would you bring Brewster into Sheffield United? No Premier League, no Premier League, Premier League, Premier League, Premier League uh, I see, I'm vexed. No Premier League, Premier League, <laughs> at yeah, at all. I'm all. For, I was more. I was vexed here yeah, at Liverpool not giving him a chance. Now I'm more vexed that they spent 24 million on this brother, fam. <laughs> um, Everton. Um, I was I, w- I made an early prediction thinking that they might um, they might break into the top four this season because of Ancelotti because of Decore, uh, Alan and Hammers that that uh, that trio of players I thought they were really really quite good then they hit a bit bit of bad form and they dropped out now I think they're second or third um, are they contenders for uh, Champions League they will be as long as everyone else keeps doing inconsistency. That's that's what it is. Everton started the season off well, and then they lost one, literally one player, mm. and it all fell off. The wheels came falling off. Um, James Rodriguez is now getting his injury problems again, so he's nowhere to be found here and there. We know. I mean, me and you have discussed many times here and in previous seasons how Yerry Mina and Michael Keane, especially, are just not it. Um, so. You know, and I don't even <laughs> want to talk about their goalkeeper. <laughs> well, yeah, you, know, you can't because we just cussed his little brother. We can't go for the older. Yeah, you can't go for the big. You can't go for big boy, man. You can't, no, you can't, you can't disgrace the family that much, fam. Like, nah, you know, they've man. got their Spanish cousin as well playing at Chelsea, fam. Like, <laughs> so um, yeah, like they've they've they need to. They're literally just depending on the fact that they've got. Two creative fullbacks that I mean, creative in the sense that they quit balls in very well, and mm-hmm. they've got um, obviously they built midfield quite well. Alan's a good signing, the Corey's a good signing. The Corey had a good performance two weeks ago in one of the games, really good performance. And that with Calvin Lewis, he's scoring goals one way or another, he's scoring goals. So, as long as they keep finding ways to find him and others pop around, pop him with goals here and there, they'll be in and around. But the table will start forming probably from like I say February onwards, when people's yeah. results start becoming like this, and then you realise who's really about trying to qualify for the Champions League or qualify for the Europa League. So, until then, I, I don't want to count them out because they could be there as long as everyone else keeps dropping points and being stupid. You know, it, it, they'll be in around the, the conversation. So, let's take our time with them. And, I mean, but if I see Michael Keane in the Champions League, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Ah. Ah. Is that because is that because he's a failed a failed version a uh, failed prospect from La Carrington or um you see yeah see I have to put that lie in front of it to make it sound make it sound good. <laughs> La Carrington <laughs> um or is it just you just don't rate him in general I, I so I never knew much about him at United anyway so when he left it was like a okay kind yeah. of thing but when he went to Burnley and people were gassing him in my head I was like the reason why he's doing so well is because Burnley are a team that's gonna face attacks. And they sit back. So all those numbers, you know how people love numbers more than anything now. So interceptions and blocks and headers and all that. I'm like, when you go to a better team, you'll do that Everton as well, but to a lesser scale. And when he went to Everton for 50 million pounds sterling. Oh, yeah, 50 M's, isn't it? And he had a horrific season. I was like, this guy, like he's he's not it. And then 
their their idea to fix the problem was to spend 30 million <laughs> on Pittsburgh and, and bringing me as well. I was like, hold on, are you? What is going on here? So no, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't want to see them in, in the Champions League because if they go to the Champions League, I like to use the term Champions League tourists. You know, you you go to Paris, you play Paris Saint Germain, Barcelona, you get to see the Eiffel Tower. It's a nice day out, you know, have a croissant for a, a starter, maybe frog legs for dinner. I don't know something, but <laughs> you know, you know, but you're, you're not it, you're not it. So I beg you, don't go and disgrace us. And the thing is, if they go there. It's not like back in the day when you finish fourth and you have to qualify like David Moyes yeah, had to. Yeah, he, yeah. he fumbled the bag within the first qualifying session anyway. Like They'll just jump in the group stage and it's going to be a joke. My friends go into my Instagram and they laugh at my other countries. They laugh at me about Brexit. They laugh at me about how we're in tier four right now. And now you want me to go and, you want me to go and talk about Everton? I like it, man. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, ah, bruv. Bruv, that's so bad. So 50 M's for Michael Keane, you know. And you know, and again, I'll go back to people not doing their due diligence on the people who sign. Thank you. <laughs> sick, yeah, but when you don't look at the way that they play, it's the reason why Maguire looks the way he does at Manchester United. It's the reason why he looks the way he does. He, I, I'm going to put it out there now. I don't think he is a terrible footballer. I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he is 80 million either. I think mm. he's just good. He's just, he's good. He's a good player. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the stats at Leicester look sick because the man were playing that counter-attacking football. And when mm -hmm. he was driving out from the defence with the ball, half the players were already behind him anyway because they've already sprinted forward. So yep. it, it, looks, it looks nice him galloping through the uh, through the defence and that. Now that Man United, high line. Driving into a midfield with actual players in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, like that was a whole different ball game, and now you look at it like, rah, like, why do we spend 80 million on this? Like, this is ridiculous, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's all it is. People need to start doing their due diligence more. Everton, a team that wants to become a high line, possessing, dominating team, you don't go buy from Burnley yet to get your center back. Is it due diligence or is it an inability on the players' behalf, an inability to adapt? So you say that that. Harry Maguire is good. But surely a good player would adapt to the way United play football. Yeah, regardless of player, how bad it is. A, a good player like Maguire, he can't do nothing by his pace. I'm sorry, you're born with them genetics, fam. Like that's it. No, but then but then surely you'd know. Mm. You'd know that you oh, actually no, no, let, me, let, me, but, but, let, let, let me go into it because like but, remember Terry, because Chelsea were never uh what's the word? And never a high line team. We were very good at defending the hitting teams on the counter-attack. The one, the two times we um, decided to um, actually go with a high line was with Scolari, who ended up getting sacked because the defence was bad, and Andre Villas-Boas. Yeah. Terry was looking like, Terry was looking average. Terry was not looking like a good, good footballer at all. But a couple of years later, because um, people were saying that, oh, it's Terry's age, blah, blah. But a couple of years later, Mourinho comes in, Terry's now the best um, centre back in the Premier League. So systems has for a lot to play with with defence. When you look at Real Madrid, for example, like over the past few years, especially from the Mourinho years to early Zidane years, they used to concede bare goals. But you're not going to go tell me that Varane and Sergio Ramos aren't good centre backs. You can't tell me that at all. But the system, the way they play, exposes them. Yeah, like, I, 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 yeah. I see it like this. I said a system 
is the basis for your players to go on and show their quality. If from mm. the if from the off, your players, the player doesn't fully suit the system from the get go, it's going to be very difficult today for them to adapt because they're just adapting to the system straight to a basic level. And then how much effort that is to then there, now I need you to go to here in the same system you just about adapted to. So that's why I'm saying it is due diligence because you should be able to naturally, like, go in there. If you drop a, a four in that system, you still should be doing your job, in my opinion. Hmm. But when you are dropping, but when you're in a system, yeah, and you can't even drop a four, that for me it says you as a player do not fit the system, and that's not necessarily your fault. And more time is on the club for allowing you to be there in the first place. Look at Nicolas Pepe. He's not a bad footballer. He's a good footballer. But he's been looking terrible in the Premier League because he's not suited to the Premier League. What more can he adapt to? You can only adapt so much. If you're not if you're not able to do something, you're not able to do something. And sometimes that's what it is. And that's why I say clubs are now... Uh, yes, they're looking at numbers, yes, which they need to do, which is fine. But where, where, at what point do you go and say, hmm, let me look how he plays against the teams we'll be playing up against? In France, that man are playing high line everywhere, fam. Bert, James, same with Germany. With yeah. Timo Werner come over here, he's like, 11 men behind the ball. He rattled. <laughs> he rattled. <laughs> man's, man's confused. Yeah, and then put him on the screen at the same time. It's kind of like, raw tids, like, what, what going on here, fam? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I understand your point. Players should be able to adapt, but I feel like you should give them the platform in the first place for them to be fine and then adapt that, even further. And, that's and, why, and to, go, that's to, go, to go into that, the team that does that the best is the team that's top of the Premier League. Think about Liverpool. When they go, go and buy players, like, people are like, oh, you sold Coutinho, what are you going to do now? But they realise that they have players that are even better suited to that system. So, like, for example, they replaced Coutinho essentially with Fabinho because they're using, initially they were using Henderson, Wijnaldum and Milner. But then um, they changed it so that they were using um, Fabinho, Henderson and Wijnaldum. And with that, they had a system where they were pressing more. They were able to get to balls more. Coutinho doesn't have that ability to press, even though as a footballer, his quality to pass and his ability to shoot is way better than the other players um, who are playing around him. But mm. it he doesn't fit. He doesn't fit Klopp's system as well as the midfielders they currently have now. And I don't. I've said my my piece about the foot um, the midfielders. I don't think that they're super talented midfielders in Liverpool's midfield. But I think that they fit the system to a T. And because of that, it works for Klopp. When Klopp looks for a player. He does his due diligence all the time. That's why people are like, oh, why are you taking it so long to do a signing? Why are you taking so long to do a signing? Because they want to make the right signing. That's mm. what they want to do. That's that's why it took them so long to get Van Dijk. He, there were other players available, but he was like, nah, I'm getting Van Dijk. I'm getting Van Dijk. The whole summer, Van Dijk, um, Southampton wouldn't let, um, let him go there. So they just waited until January. Simple. They made sure and they got not- their man. You know, that's why that's why I have sympathy right now for Kai Havertz because I feel like Lampard has no idea what to do with him whatsoever. And it kind of baffles me because Havertz in Germany was like a Lampard light. He didn't have the, the same crazy numbers as Lampard, 
But the way he would ghost into the box, the way he would score goals, the way he create from the number 10 position, Lampard didn't play as a direct number 10 for Chelsea, but yeah. he'd often ghost in there and score goals. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah. why don't you usually utilise him the same way you were utilised? Because you've got a goal scorer in that team. So that you're not just Mason looking Mount. at Rude. You're not looking at Werner. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And I, 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 I even feel sorry for Mason Mount because he's going to get heat it's, for it's it. It's not his fault. It's because the guy in the management position is just a fool. Sorry, it's his mouth, man. Fault. Why are you holding man's news hostage, fam? <laughs> Why? Let the, let the news go, but, fam. Let, uh, go, let, 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 let me let me like say something because with 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 Havertz, let's bear in mind that he did actually get COVID, and they were literally saying that man was bed bound for weeks. For we know, mm. he could be having long mm. COVID right now. And then he's trying his best, yeah, to, to actually come and play. Because sometimes when I see him come on, he looks lethargic. I'm not saying that's definitely it, but I'm saying that he was out for a while and he was struggling. So for him to come back into a new team, a new league, I can understand why he's not been firing. I don't understand him of Werner. Well, I understand it, but it should that shouldn't be the case. But I understand why it's the case for Havertz. And I think that and I've said already, Ziyech holds the key to everything. When Ziyech is there, playing alongside Havertz, they're going to be passing it about beautifully. Yeah, They're just going to be breaking teams down when he's back. But I think people are being a bit unfair on Havertz. I understand, yeah, he's 75 million and stuff, mm. but he was out for time. He was out for a good month or two. And it's very hard to get back into a team, especially a team that was in rhythm at the time. It's very hard to get back into that team and... Um, and be firing. And if you're not firing, he's still going to be like, oh, okay, you, you didn't do well in these 45 minutes. You're not playing. Um, I'm going to take you off. You're not playing next game. So I feel for him. I feel for him, to be honest. But I think that he will fire. Like, I'm confident that he'll fire. You can let me know in a year's time, two years' time, when we sell him for that 20 million. <laughs> yeah, um, that I was completely wrong and I'll accept it. But I have no doubt that he'll fire. Um, for Chelsea. Fair enough. Uh, Liverpool, we mentioned Liverpool, they drew on the weekend uh, for West Brom. <laughs> Surprising draw, but then again, Liverpool weren't, weren't firing. Um, so Sadio Mane got them off to... Uh, get a smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the West Midlands, yeah, the West Midlands just gave me life. I love, I love, I'm from Bromen, so I love the West Midlands so much. <laughs> <laughs> Life, um, oh, taking points left, right, and center. All right, listen, come, come, come to my gaff. We can chat in the 82nd minute. Uh, Sammy, Sammy, a, a, a J, a J, yeah. a J with a, a header, which actually what doesn't surprise me about a Samuel that I scored. Is, are we wrong for complaining about Sam Allardyce? You know, when what? he's known to get results. You know what, yeah? You know what? You know what? You're easier. You're easier. I'm going to have to eat my words right now because I was watching them in that first half and I was going into group chats talking the most crud. And it's like, I must have forgotten who Sam Allardyce is. And then someone says to me at halftime, yeah, yo, you know he hasn't lost to Anfield to Klopp. I was like, oh, this That's is... Mad, you know? That's mad, That's crazy. Ruff, he's got an unbeaten record on man's turf, and the last person to beat Liverpool at Anfield was Sam Allardyce. So I was like, okay, 
this could go mad. And when I just jumped and that header just majestically just went past Goku. Okay. I was like, you know what? I stood up, I said, you know what? I went to back, back to group chat. I was like, listen, guys, I am so sorry. I am very, very sorry. Um, that is real. That's the real Big Sam. That's the real Big Sam. That's the real G. That's the OG. Like, I'm not going to... I don't I can't, like, even gas me. Even gas me to see Sammy, Sammy Lee on the side as well. I was like, yeah, that's a throwback. <laughs> that's a real throwback. That's a, that's a duo that you don't mess around with. Him. No, he man knows his boy. Man gets called cool, and listen, we're off you in the position that he calls his boy and says, yo, Sam, come true. You know what time it is. Went to Anfield, came to this point and then went home. The guy's a G. The oh, guy's yeah, a G. Yeah, yeah. Also, the greatest England manager ever, best win rate, um, fact. Greatest manager, in fact, 100% win record as England manager, fact. <laughs> One game, but still, it's still fact. <laughs> um, but now, you see, you see me, yeah. I've, I've you play got... better football than Southgate, to be honest with you. True. Wait. I said they play uh, better football than Southgate. It's true. Like, bottom the waistcoat, fam. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you see, Adidas, yeah, I, I, I used to, I don't know, I never despised him. I used to just laugh because it's it's called Big Sam, fam. Like, how can you not laugh at that, fam? And he's also big. Like, so it's not like it's not true. He is. He's a big fella. Um, but then I realized, yeah, yeah, man needs to go feed his kids, fam. So, yo, listen, go, go and do his thing. He's a relegation survivor specialist, bro. Give him his flowers, give him his peas for what he does, and he does it well. He yeah. has never been relegated from the Premier League in his life. I don't understand. I literally don't understand how he has not been read. I don't. How many times him, him, and Pew? <laughs> yes. I did the dance. I did his cute. I did his shaking of the ass. Yo. So. Oh man, yes, B I G Sam. Hey, I like that news. Yeah. I, like that. Yes. Yes. I might change yeah. the name of the podcast, you know what I'm saying? I might have to call it that still. Shout out to United <laughs> Way for that one. Hey, yeah, man, it's like I don't him and Pulis the same as well. I just don't understand. Like, you think they're down and out the next second, they just they they bang Man City, they bang Liverpool. Like, the last three weeks of the season, next second they're out, they've got their 40 points. Like, I don't understand, but it always happens. You always think they're down and out. Right? Wait, them man bang judge. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the only way. It's the only way. He must be the greatest judge man I've ever seen in my life. Has to be. Can't explain it. You can't never, explain it. Never been relegated from the Premier League, bro. He got fired from Newcastle, so he would have got relegated then. But he got fired, so. But it's, they weren't down, so that don't that don't concern him. That don't concern him. Just like yo, I'm saving your record, fam. You're getting a sack, bro. But you. That's it. That's all it is. Telling you, fam. Greatest judgment, or judgment, 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 fam. You know what I'm saying? Oh my days. Liverpool. Liverpool. Any room for concern, or just a slip up? All I'm gonna say is this: Yeah, I've told. Every Liverpool fan, this you man like to talk big because your team is very, 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 very good right now. But the thing is, teams are not going to go there to simply just try and beat you. If they can get a point and go, they will get a point and go. And at some point, there's going to be a team that's going to keep getting W's and it's going to rattle you when you find yourself behind them. They're so they're so triggered at the fact that United, who have been calling Bummy for the last seven years, are suddenly a game in hand away from being two points out of nowhere. And if they go to Anfield and somehow 
somehow claim a W. Suddenly they're like, oh, wait, hold on. You can't get too comfortable. You won one league title in the last 30 years. Congratulations. You haven't done it back to back. Don't get too cocky. Don't get too comfortable. Because when you get too cocky and too comfortable, you get slapped down real quick. Trust me, there's been teams that do that. There's been teams that have 12-point gaps and then they, they're suddenly just like, oh, wait, hold on, we're second place. It rattles them. They don't know what's coming. It's happened yeah. to us. It's happened to Arsenal. Imagine imagine one guy went on radio and was like, I, I love it if we beat him. Where, where's he now? Where, where's he now? Yes, I was thinking exactly that. Bro. Him. See, that's history. That is football heritage. Yeah, so they can't get oh, wow. too cocky. I understand I, that the team is doing things right now and respectful. They're going to get some. Gone? They're, they're going to go to Middlesbrough and they're going to get certain. And you know what? <laughs> love it. Oh, my God. So, so, listen, no, I understand the team is really good and it wouldn't be a cause for concern, but they need to start realising that these draws can come back and bite you because, look, remember, when City won the league, KO, mm. we told Sam, our friend, he's a Liverpool fan, we told him that the draw against us will be the reason why he didn't win the league. And they lost the league by one measly point because they didn't tuck us away. Those two extra points would have got them the title and they would have been talking about back-to-back. So draws are just as important as losses. You need to make sure that you're claiming your three points when you're dominating games because if not, you get West Brom's. Simple yeah, as that. I've got Sam Allen featured, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> about Liverpool, they might just need to, if they want to win the league and also continue on being a force in the Prem, them man need to re-up fam. Yo, they need to go into the transfer window and sort out some of their squad because they've they, I'm sorry, Nabike is a fraud, fam. He's there to pick up <laughs> in the in the hospital, fam. Like that's what he does. <laughs> man got, wait, man got injured on a plane, fam. How you get injured on a plane? Wait, you got injured on the plane? You got injured on the plane. You sit on the plane. I don't I don't understand. What's going on there? That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> oh, oh, it's what I mean. Like, I'm sorry, but he need, he's injury prone. Mm. Uh, um, Oxley Chamberlain in the pro- injury prone. Thiago's yeah. coming. Bare injuries already. Van Dyke's always been. Bro, Gomez injury prone. Matip injury prone. They can't keep going through the league with these men expecting to win the league every year. They need to re up. They need Guys, to. Re- can, I ask, can I ask you a question? Has Oxen Chamberlain actually improved at Liverpool? Yeah, no, yeah. The for a period he was for a period. Remember that time where he got those goals against Man City? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay, so he did. He, did, he got he got Papa Patch and the Bio syndrome. But did okay. he actually? Well, all, all, did all, he... I'll, all I'll say is I've been saying this. <laughs> yes, Arsenal, and I've he's another one. He's another one that people just gas up. Ah, oh, him. Ah. Oh. When you look at his record, his record is so bad. He doesn't score. Horrible. He doesn't assist. He does nothing. Yeah. It's just that he's fast and every now and then scores a wonder goal. He's one of yeah. them guys. He's William part two. Only that he doesn't oh, track. I knew, I, knew you'd, I knew you'd somehow make it a, a, take nah, a jab at nah. doing this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd take a jab at Sorry, you, you know I can't stand I, I can't stand that guy. But what's the good? <laughs> but yeah, um, Upsley Chamberlain, he doesn't score, he doesn't assist, he can't pass. I remember um, there was a couple games, like um, the game against Chelsea, where we battered you. Yeah, One of the things that he loves doing 
he's not aware of the ball. So when he's when he's like going up and he sees that, oh, Bellerin is there. Like when he was at Arsenal, he sees, oh, Bellerin is there. Oh, I better not lose the ball now because there's no right back. We're going to get countered. So what do I do? I lose the ball. We get countered. <laughs> I've seen it so yeah. many times. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, I, like, no, I, I have a soft spot for Ox because he was getting hella stick at Arsenal. And then he found that he, he got he got into good form, started playing right wing back, started playing central midfield. And I was like, yes, this is Ox that people will be trying to say, play him, play him in those positions. And then Arsenal fans were still on his back. And then he said, F you, I'm going to win the league with Liverpool. And I was like, stick them in the mud even further, my brother. So I'm part of me likes Arsenal Chamberlain. And there are part, there, he has done some things for Liverpool. So there are things in his CV that you can say. He was needed for that moment, but mm. Kojo, Kojo is right. If we analyze it holistically and look at it all, what does Ox have to show for it? Um, really, besides months and months on the hospital bed, but I would always say this he has done more for Liverpool than Navigator, and Navigator is supposed to be better than Pogba, he's supposed to be the replacement for Gerard. He wears the number eight, he wears the number eight shirt. Liverpool. Jones, man. Sorry, 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 KJ. Can you can you just wheel up that comment again? Because I remember hearing that on the timeline as well. Can you just wheel up one more time? Rewind, rewind, bring it back here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man was supposed to be better than Paul Pogba, bro. Mm, right, right, man right. Man was supposed right. to be the replacement for Stephen Jones. Mm, mm, interesting. Okay. The man wears the number eight, mm. number eight shirt mm. at Liverpool, mm. and for what? To be on man's hospital bed on his ass, fam. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm it's, it's kind of funny, isn't it? These these Leipzig players come to the Premier League and not really doing a thing. It's crazy. Oh, hey, I know how it feels, man. Oh, hey. Oh, that's like not giving you wings. Crazy. I know it feels. You know what it is? Yeah. If they pay for an energy drink, yeah. What happens is. By the time they leave, their energy drink syndrome is worn off, fam. No more energy, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's the gentleman, he he's, was given them coffee, Monster, Red Bull, all. Boost. Just the yeah. one drink. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. yeah. You used to inject it into their veins and that. <laughs> with, with Pro Plus blended in, gave them gave that into one drink. Yeah. I was Jamie Fardy, Jamie Fardy bangs that. Yes, yeah, he bangs Skittles and um, Boost and that. <laughs> what? Like, Jamie Fardy's mad. But that, that's, it, that's it, you know, you're right, Jamal, that's it. They gave him that concoction, yeah, inject it into their veins, and then as soon as they leave, they get withdrawal symptoms and start mm. breaking down, fam, you know what I mean? It's like shaking all over the place and therefore end up doing nothing, fam. Like, it's peak, bro. Uh, Hold tight, Red Bull, Leipzig and Salzburg, fam. Love you guys. Hold tight, Red Bull and Le Leipzig and Salzburg. Wolves, Tottenham, 1-1. One, one. Where, where are the Tottenham fans again this week, Coach? It seems to be... Uh, a <laughs> there is, yeah. Now, nowadays, where they, they win. <laughs> they, there's, there's dozens of them. They, they lose or they draw. There's none of them. None of them to show. It's all, there all is. mouth, all talk. There is, yeah. And then when, yeah. when, hold on, how, how many days till... Um, so it's the 28th today. Yeah. So how, when, when, how many months away is May? Five, five. So, yeah, five, so five months. So let's see in five months whether they're title champions. That's what I've got to say on that match. Let's move on to yours. Also, can I also say best Portuguese team to ever play in the Prem? Facts. 
Facts. Absolute facts. Facts. Part of me wishes they had Ronaldo as well. That would be absolutely complete. They must be breaking the limit for foreign player rules. Oh, hey, that's not the only thing they're breaking, fam. Listen, George Mendes, <laughs> George Mendes is also <laughs> their agent, fam. He's also, he's also Ronaldo's agent, bro. He basically owns that football club, fam. It's very mm-hmm. mad. Um, so, yeah. Best Portuguese team ever to play in the Prem. I don't care. Anyone says. Manchester United 2, Leicester City 2. I feel like there's this. this I'm, not happy about I'm not happy about <sighs> it. I'm sorry. I, why not? Because I understand, look, I understand in hindsight, Liverpool dropping points also means that the result is kind of balanced. But for me, it's simple as this. Obviously, we didn't know Liverpool were going to drop points, right? But the fact that we dropped points and they dropped points also, and the fact that we were actually in a winning position where we had the game under control as well. Liverpool were flat for a whole 45 minutes. We were good. Switched off for a second, 1-1. Good again. Took control, scored. Switched off for a second again and made it 2-2. Like, you win that game and you get closer. That's where it burns me. I don't care Mm. about the fact that Liverpool dropped points. I just want the team to keep getting Ws. That's Mm. why I want so the fact that they drop points just annoys me because it's like Liverpool will continue to drop points and you will drop points also but I just want you to drop less or don't yeah. drop points when they drop points yeah, just keep yeah. trying to get W's trying to take advantage you started first so I can't say that you you knew that advantage was coming I can't yeah, put Kirk, it what, what, what do you expect from this Man United team this season I think this is where I I had I had zero expectations from the beginning like I just have zero so I just I just go yeah. a bit by a bit so, so you're you're basically part of vibes of C with me in it, like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. man, man's a part. See, cause I'm part of vibes of C, yeah, not just part of it, captain. You know what I'm saying, founder. Like, you know <laughs> um, I saw that game, and I like you. I saw like was in the ascendancy. We did what we needed to do. We played an away game where we never had to come back for once. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yes, showing progression. Let's mm-hmm. see out five minutes or however long it was. Boom, let's go home with the three points. Yep. And, um, then, and then and then it's just like, boys, you don't help yourself. You don't help yourself. That's what and that's what upsets me. I no longer get frustrated with United because vibes FC, I'm here to have a good time. My head don't need to be hot. The only reason why my head is hot is because my gal is running me down. That's the only reason why my head should be hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Other than that, I should be loving life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying not to get frustrated. But for me, it's just like, I don't want us. I want us to win a title, but I don't expect it. I don't think we are good enough and capable enough to do that. But the next best thing is showing progression in mentality. I know they've got the talent. They're all talented lads. We've got a talented team, and I love them. But my issue is up here. I want to see improvements up here, and we were starting to show signs of that mentality uh, improvement. You got comebacks. You've got that in the locker. Cool. Um, you you go you went away, got knocked out the Champions League, but you come you you show your quality again by not getting spanked by Man City and then going on to win again. You know what I'm saying? So you 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 learn how to come back from disappointment. Cool. You, we had a chance to take uh, to leapfrog some teams in the league by beating Sheffield United. I was stressed. We did that. I'm like cool. Where the mentality is slowly getting there. This one was another test to be like, can we? Can we go somewhere and stamp our authority and show that we're serious? And for glimpses, we looked serious. It's like, yes, this is it. 
we've got we, we're getting there and then again we do what man united do switch off relax a bit you know what i mean they're feeling the vibes too much you know what i'm saying Martial and rashford had too much to eat for christmas and that man still on the sorrow you know what i'm saying like come on now like guys wake up blood yo Maguire, yeah man i don't even know what the defeat defense was doing fam for that last goal bruv like you see them all the score they were here yeah they saw the ball and all went like that and that's what allowed jamie vardy to pop back and then boom strike and it's just like boys up here that's all he is if you feel if you fix up here I might not have to be Vibes FC because you won't stress me out. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, man. But overall, the game got the score that it deserved. It was, deser it, was a it was a fair game. It was an even game. So a draw was probably fair for both teams. Fair enough. I can forgive that. And we move on. Now, tomorrow is the big one. Wolves drop. Wolves are a big team. Their top points are for your rival. Chelsea drop points again. Mm-hmm. We have to now show we're serious and win this game. Because it's not going to be just, oh, you just beat a crap team. That's where you won. Wolves are a serious football team. They, they want to become Champions League competitors. They want to get into Europe every single year. And they're building towards that. We need to show them why we are called Manchester United, bro. You know what I'm saying? And this is what it is. We need to start getting over these mental hurdles and until then, I'm Vibes FC. I have to be. I have to be. <laughs> yeah. I have to be. Also, until the Pagans and the Wild Eyed Woodward get moved, Vibes FC as well. Viva La Resistance, fam. Yeah. Hashtag get the fuck out. Woodpecker. Don't like him. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Wild Eyed Woodward. Hashtag the Glades of Pagans. Mm. Hashtag you don't know what you're doing. I can keep going. I can keep going, bruv. You know what I mean? I got a question for you. What do you guys think about Martial? Like, for me, man, it's so frustrating for me. Like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to say I, this I, right Jamal, I'm sorry. I, I knew you, you had more to that question. I'm just going to say this right now because me and Kay, who have actually actively defended him on this podcast before, and he got, what was it 20 signing goals last year? Oh, okay, to an extent. We... Gave him, we got 22 goals last season. I was like, yeah, yo, level up. I'm not going to lie to you. This season, I'm just tired. I'm tired. You, 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 Jamal, you're Ghanaian. You can speak the language. My breath. When I say that, you know for a fact that I'm done. I'm just fed up, man. Because, like, like it's just, I watch the guy. And, for example, I'm being, like, and he's right. Look, he can hold the ball up well. Yes. He brings players into play as well. Fantastic. But then when you have one-on-ones and you're struggling to put them away, I'm just like... You, you're supposed to be cold. You're, you're clearly, you're clearly not cold, are you? You're, you're really not. You're like cold is like when you get a real cold super mode. That's good. That's good. But have you tasted a lukewarm super mode? I would never give my worst enemy. I would never. And that's what he's shooting like right now, fam. I, I just can't rate him. I can't rate him. Like it's just, it's pissing me off. And the fact is, Cavani's come in right, and I've, I'll scream for Cavani because I was like, I just want to kill her. I want someone that when a chance is there, he'll sniff it. Remember that goal that he, those two goals he scored against um Southampton. Southampton. Boy, would Martial be doing any of those? No. And then that's the thing. Neither would Rashford and neither would Greenwood be doing that. And that's the issue with our strikers right now. We ain't you. got that 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 instinct. And on Martial, I I I genuinely love him. I genuinely love him. But my issue is again, it's up here. I'm like, bruv, you have the ability and talent to be one of the best players 
in the Premier League, if not the world. You look like you don't care, fam. Not about football. I think he cares about football, but I don't think he cares about being the best enough. You know what I mean? Mm. He doesn't care about fulfilling his potential enough. And for me, I'm saying, look, cool. That is fine. If you're going to be like that, at least be very good. Right now, my brother, you are not very good. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was maybe the preseason. Didn't have enough of it. Hmm. I thought maybe it's the fact that you got snaked into a red card by Lamella because he's a rat's buff. You know what I'm saying? Wait, maybe man. it's that. But that's gone. That was months ago. Thank you. You've been playing games. You've been having chances. Not mm-hmm. just, not just, not just, oh, that was, ooh, ooh, that's a tight chance. Clear cut, you finished this chances. There you are. And he has not been taking them. And I'm looking at him like, bro, you're not helping yourself. Please stop doing it. I don't know why you, I don't know why you always have to try and finesse it in your weird little body shape that you like to do, bro. Just <laughs> to strike the ball. Maybe he needs to start going adultery in Babylon again. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, that might be it. That might be it. Because he will have like, his full powers. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know what, but my brother, go have a deal with your woman in it to try and sort it out, fam. Wow. <laughs> right now, wow. yeah. And I don't approve of that wow. kind of stuff, but yo, if it gets you your powers, yeah. Oh Only God days. can chat to you for about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, me, I can't say nothing about that. But, it's not even a case of numbers anymore because he got what well, he got was like 20 odd last season. And for yeah, me, yeah. I, I thought, I thought like he should have, he should have doubled that with the amount of chances that he had. Yeah. For me, him leveling up would be for, to put away these clear cut chances. Yeah. Even if he scored less goals than he did last season, if he starts putting away those clear cut chances, I'd be happy with him. But he's so, he's just so, he's so bad. Not bad, but he's, not he's, bad. he's, 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 he's sloppy. He's so sloppy. sloppy. Yeah, that's it. He's sloppy. Sorry, Jamal. I'll come to you in a sec. You know what upset me about that game on Leicester? The one time he looked hungry, burst through the midfield, one-on-one, slots it home. It's offside! Yeah. Like, <laughs> ah, man, bro. I was yeah, upset. Yeah, that's true. I that's true. I don't know why. I don't know why, blood. Like, ah. But yeah, Jamal, go on, brother. So, first thing, um, when Kofani came on, completely changed the game because he actually yeah. had movement. Mm. Because... If it, yeah, this is, and you know what, and this is what I'm going to say about Martial, like, because when Riga was getting on him, I was thinking, you're being unfair, this is a very good footballer, but then there was one game that he came on, um, he came on, like, the 70th minute for Europa League tie, it must have been semi or quarter final, yeah, and this guy was just standing on the left wing, I'm like, you came on, you came on the pitch, it's not like, ah, oh, you were playing for 70 minutes, you came on the pitch to stand at left wing, waiting for the ball for like five minutes. He didn't move at all that, for that's, five that's minutes. That's an issue. He's, uh, he's an under-ball footballer, which is absurd yeah. sometimes. He's yeah. on, when he's on the ball, he's one of the most dynamic players in the Premier League. Absolutely. He is. That, that is facts. On the ball, that you have no idea what's going to happen with that ball at his feet and you get shook. Defenders get shook. But off the ball, I'm like, bro... Like, like, move! And the only movements he make is when the ball is here, he's there, and he does this. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like go over there, bro, where there's space. No, I mean, he, he loves doing difficult things. I'm like, yo, Martial, I love you for that. He went on, again, that Leicester game. 
he went on a sick run, a very good run with the ball. Muscled off guys, got past players, cool. He played it off to Dan James. We won't talk about Dan. We won't talk about Dan James because Dan James is, is what it is. Um, but then after that, quiet again. I'm like, bro, you have the ability to do more than what you're doing. Mm. I, I I want him to be the best. I genuinely do because I love singing 50 million down the drain, fam. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But I can't yes. do that right now because you're not doing anything, bro. Like, I believe in you. I do. I said last season he was world class because I believed it. This season, I can't even say that. I can't even back it. He's like, not even close. He's not even close. And people are saying, put him left, put him center, put him... No, we need to get in... We need to find whatever unlocks his brain. Like I said, maybe it's the fact that he's adultering that maybe unlocks his brain to be like, yes, I can be the best. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whatever it is, we need to get into this guy's head because he is too cool. He is too cool. Like, he's too relaxed to be a top footballer. Yes, and what, what, KJ is, what KJ is saying is spot on is because... Like, I, I hate the whole power and pace thing, but I'm going to use it to his advantage here yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. If this guy decides to just play on the shoulder, get through balls, and you've got you've got two creators in the midfield that can do it for you, point mm-hmm. in blank, period. If you decide to go one-on-one with defenders on the on a run, chase the ball, and they try to muscle you, you're not a weak boy, fam. You you have the pace right, and the you're muscle. Co- you're, you're courageous. Remember when Trippier tried to move to him, a man saw... He ran away. But I want I want you to be replicating what Jogba did to Adam. Um, was it was it um Arman Traore years ago? Yeah, team and he bounced back off. I want you to dash man. I want you to finish them and then kill the team off because you've got the ability to do so. Yeah. Because anytime he's running from behind, he's coming behind. He's killed teams off. I'm thinking Everton. Um, was the game? Was the FA Cup semi final when? Yeah. Oh, cutting bang cold. I want to see more of that. I hate the fact that I know. Actually, I love the fact that you can get the ball to feet and you can beat players. Yeah, but sometimes, change up your you game because what, you can't be too predictable. You know what, you know what I would love? You guys watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, come on. Yes! yes! If Westford and Martial could do a fusion dance... Oh, come and, on. And we get like... Martial or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's <laughs> what fun. If we could get that... Fa- Oi! He, one of the best players on the planet. Those two guys are so good. Mm. The only thing is they're, they're the yin and the yang. They're good at the opposite things that each other do and they can't literally do the other thing. It's annoying. Martial, yeah. the finesse of Martial is beautiful. Ask Rashford to do that for me. You know what I'm saying? Rashford's power drives, the power shots, beautiful. Ask Martial to do that for me. This is what I, this is what I, lo- I love them for, and but I hate it at the same time. It's like, fam... You're supposed to be man them. Learn from each other, fam. Thank you. Thank you. Learn, like, what Marshall? Rashford after ball movement is beautiful, bro. Do some of that. Rashford, Marshall's creativity and weight of pass is beautiful. Learn some of that. Use each other. Learn of each other. And you're letting an 18-year-old Greenwood show you up. Come on now, fam. Come on. I love Greenwood. But he shouldn't be. we shouldn't say he's the best finisher in the club. We shouldn't be saying he's got the highest ceiling in the in the He team. shouldn't even be the one right now. He shouldn't be the one, but he is because he is Mason bloody Greenwood fam. You know what mm. I'm saying? Star Boy, mm. Captain Marvel, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yes. The chosen one. Yes. Mason Skywalker. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Let's thing, because last time you said that it was peak. So let's go, let's go let's go somewhere else, fam. Let's go somewhere else. Because last time we called someone the chosen one, yeah. Uh, ha, ha. Wait, wait, I, can't, the chosen one last time? I, I can't I can't even say his name. I can't even say his oh. name, man. Don't tell me it was Yanazar or something. 
No, I'm talking about the 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 the, the, the other Scotsman that that touched our club for no reason. Oh. In management, in management, in management. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He, yeah he got but... called, he got called the chosen one, then, bruv. Listen, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. The difference is Mason's got the dash of melanin, so I believe. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I believe. I believe, fam. I believe. Also, also, he's also part of Galchester United. <laughs> when it's Galchester, we bang. Do you remember that goal that uh, Aaron Rambasaka scored when everything got outed about him and his and his and his uh, mistresses, fam? Oh, sick, blood. Remember that, fam? Apparently, when our man them up to foolishness, we bang, and that's why Jack Greenish needs to come to the theatre, fam. Are we? Are we? Are we sitting here condoning cheating? Because I can't no, lie. No, for the United players, not for us. For the United players. Yo, listen, so, I mean, sometimes in life, people need inspiration. Some take it from the Bible. <laughs> some take it from art. Others take it from drugs. And some other people, like the United players, take it from gal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, think, I think, on that note, we shall finish. <laughs> this is, it's been a long podcast. And bloody hell, you finished me. So, um, oh, my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, side note, I, I fully do not condone cheating in any Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm not about it. I'm not about it. KJ, where can I find you? Um, yeah, at Ellie underscore KJ on Twitter. You can find me on um, the YouTube channel, The Football Terrace, uh, where, where we cover all the uh, big six plus one, whole tight Arsenal. You're now the guest to, um, to the channel, you know what I'm saying? Leicester have taken your spot. Um, but yeah, oh. man, we, we, take, we, <laughs> we talk about the big six, cover a load of stuff, transfer news and stuff like that. So yeah, if you haven't already, so subscribe to the Football Terrace. You'll find me on there and my show, Midnight Vibes. Um, yes, midnight on Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, find KJ in prison. <laughs> <laughs> if I said find KJ in prison, oh right, listen, I wouldn't survive. I would be done, man. Me in prison don't mix like that. Uh, but yeah, midnight vibes. Uh, Wednesday nights and Sunday nights at twelve a.m. Um, yeah, just great time. We have a good time. Vibe out. You will be seeing these gentlemen on here on there at some point when when we arrange it. And yeah, and also follow and subscribe the Football Terrace Clips, which is a channel I run for the Football Terrace, where we take the best moments from the football terrace and just whack it on there. Right now, you get to see the pain of Chelsea fans, you know what I'm saying? And they're lost <laughs> to, to us. Hey, I gotta lie to you, Anita's face after that L year was incredible. Uh, Absolutely. And I got so much love for her, but that pain, it made me laugh more than it should have. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was uh, just too funny. Monstar as well. Monstars are, oh, I love you, bro. Mm. More of that. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, where can they find you? So you can find me on Instagram, jam underscore the underscore man seven. So that's jam underscore the underscore man seven. Basically seven, six people beat me to it. So it's what it is. So, <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Go to yeah, where can they find us? Um, you can find us on, um, obviously here on YouTube. At uh, Midfield Podcast, you can find us on Twitter at Free Midfield, and you can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, Free Midfield Podcast as well. Yeah. This is another episode of Free Midfield Podcast. Good night.